0: Welcome to the Buzz Podcast by Drone DJ for March 1st, 2023. I'm your host, Seth Kirkowski. Starting off today, recreational pilots can now request to fly their drones after dark through the FAA's LANC program using the Aloft Air Control app. This is great news for those wanting to fly at night, but don't have the Part 107 license previously required for the waiver. Now, this new privilege will require a little more from the pilot than what you need to fly when the sun is up. First, you'll need to agree to the same rules Part 107 pilots use for night operations. Second, you'll have to complete the trust certification, which, of course, we have all finished and completed, right? And finally, the pilot will need to know and adopt the safety guidelines of a local recognized FAA CBO. While you might think the FAA is just being nice with allowing us to use this system, without the hassle of getting a license. However, it's actually a way to help bolster use of the Lank system as it has seen a downturn in the last year. According to Aloft CEO John Hegranis, the company has seen a 5% decrease in the number of users in its Lank app and since Aloft accounts for a vast majority of users, it is safe to assume this decrease is industry-wide. However, the CEO states that use of LAN systems increased 22% last year So maybe we're just seeing a slow in the numbers of Part 107 drone pilots that need the system's use. Anyways, it's nice to see the FAA open up its approval system to more pilots to give everyone more of a chance to capture what their creative spirits want. Next up, we have more leaked images of DJI's long-awaited Inspire 3 professional cinematographer drone. While the vast majority of us will never fly this thing, it's always fun to see what DJI is cooking up for these high-end drones. I guess you can kind of call this a leak in air quotes because it's coming from a public patent rather than leaked out of the company. And it's coming out of the Chinese patent office and it shows sketches of the potential design of the newest drone. The much sleeker looking drone resembles the Inspire 2, but just overall cleaner. According to Leaker Deals drone, the Inspire 3 will be compatible with the Zenmuse X9AK camera that came out with the Ronin 4D. The leaker also guessed the Inspire 3 would come out sometime in March, which if you've checked your calendar lately, it began today. However, according to Austell LV, the Inspire 3 has been handed off to the KOL, or Key Opinion Leader, at the end of February, which means a release would be closer to end of April. Either way, we are getting very close to seeing exactly what DJI has in store for us with the best of the best when it comes to video drones. Next up today, a BV loss advocacy group, is urging the UK government to move quicker on adding capabilities for managing beyond visual line-of-sight operations into their national airspace. The group, called the Loss Operation Forum, released a white paper called South of the Clouds, a roadmap to the next generation of uncrewed aviation, which sounds like a delightful read. In it, Participants from 15 aerial tech companies and public agencies offer suggestions to regulators on how to integrate drones and other UAV craft into the national airspace. The report also praises the funding, support, and encouragement officials have provided the sector, but then returns to slashing regulators on the sluggishness to contemplate and craft rules to let the UK's drone industry realize its full business and financial potential. The chair of the forum, Russell Porter, has this to say, quote, While there have been positive developments, not least in the Future Flight Challenge and the recently published airspace monetization strategy, this fast-growing sector is adamant we need to go further, faster, if we are to make uncrewed aircraft safe and effective option in the aeronautical toolbox. The way forward to achieving routine beyond-visual line-of-sight operations integrated with air traffic will require significant policy change from both the government and the Civil Aviation Authority. End quote. One of the main points the paper suggests is the recommendation to require remote ID to all drones, allowing for future ease of management of BV loss operations, something some pilots over here in the States might find controversial. The UK has already been very open to allowing more and more drones to operate in its airspace, much more than here in the United States, so it might not be a hard push for the forum to get more from its leaders. Finally today, there's another list DGI will most likely not qualify for that is tailored toward U.S. government drone use. Following the apparent success of Blue UAS, the Association of Uncrewed Vehicle Systems International brings you Green UAS a new cybersecurity and supply chain risk assessment program for commercial drones. It is very similar to the Defense Innovation Unit's Blue UAS, but is aimed at agencies and companies that don't need DOD authorization for drone flights. The AUVSI is partnering with the DIU, because we always love acronyms here, right? to become the new industry standard for cybersecured drones that will hopefully include a much larger range of manufacturers. It will also be used as a starting point, for those wishing to eventually move over to the blue UAS list. It will be very interesting to see which companies try to gain a spot on this list in the future. That's it for today's episode of The Buzz. Follow along with news daily at dronedj.com. You can follow me on social media at Seth Kirk. And I'll see you guys all in the next episode of The Buzz.